Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the All Local St. Louis podcast. I'm Debbie Monterey with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for Friday, July 28th. I'm Scott Jagout. As KMOX was first to report, a prominent urgent care doctor and his office manager face federal charges. Those charges are for allegedly billing Medicare and Medicaid for services performed by unlicensed and unsupervised assistant physicians. Dr. Sonny Sagar owns urgent care centers in downtown and Creve Corps, plus a clinic called St. Louis General Hospital, where he hired at least 39 assistant physicians who were not properly trained or supervised by collaborating physicians. He and his office manager, Renita Berenger, are accused of making false statements to the health care programs and conspiring to defraud them. They pleaded not guilty in court on Thursday. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. We have an update on the child abduction in South St. Louis. A 34-year-old man is in custody in connection with the abduction and sexual assault of a six-year-old boy who was riding his bike in the St. Louis Hills neighborhood on Sunday. Sergeant Charles Wall says it was an all-hands-on-deck effort. Our sex crimes unit, our child abuse unit, our juvenile unit, as well as our uh, DART or our domestic abuse unit. We're all out canvassing uh, the area of the St. Louis Hills neighborhood as well as Francis Park. They have not identified the suspect, but will file charges with the circuit attorney today. The boy was assaulted in a vacant home on Lauren Avenue, and police received over 100 tips after surveillance images were made public. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Another setback for a downtown homeless shelter that was shut down six years ago by City Hall and has been trying to reopen as a church. The city's Board of Building Appeals rules against the New Life Evangelistic Center on Locust and sides with those who don't want it to move forward. New Life Pastor Ray Redlick was asked if the dream of reopening the building as a day center for the homeless is dead now. Not at all. We are continuing to move forward, and we believe that the next step now is to go back to federal court. Redlick says the city's decision violates the group's constitutionally protected freedom of religion. Opponents say the New Life Center was a magnet for loitering homeless people and a nuisance property in their neighborhood. Meanwhile, the Citizens for a Greater Downtown St. Louis released a report yesterday blaming the city for not following up after declaring nuisance properties. Crimes being committed there. Arnold Stricker is among those issuing the report. Well, it discusses the inaction of the city to utilize their existing ordinances to take care of problem properties, not only in the downtown area, but this is specifically downtown, but also in the remainder of the city. The report includes a five-point plan on how the city can deal with properties they have declared as nuisances, among them as having various responsible departments work together instead of relying on others for enforcement. The U.S. Senate passed an amendment Thursday to the defense spending bill to compensate people around St. Louis who have suffered because of radioactive waste. Senator Hawley introduced the legislation. The amendment we are about to vote on is a very simple amendment. It is about basic justice, compensating the victims of the federal government's negligence for what the government itself has done. And it hasn't only happened in Missouri. The amendment to the Defense Defense Authorization Bill extends the Radiation Exposure Compensation Act to cover people around St. Louis. It must next be reconciled with the House version of the defense spending bill. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a bill yesterday to put crisis pregnancy centers under consumer protection rules. He says they've been using deceptive practices to divert women from abortion clinics. The National Institute of Family and Life Advocates then immediately filed suit in federal court challenging the new law's constitutionality. 
The suit claims the law intends to, quote, chill and silence pro-life speech under the guise of consumer protection, unquote. There are about 100 crisis pregnancy centers in Illinois. The high heat causing hardships for those whose jobs don't include air conditioning. The people who work in this heat are feeling it. Tyler Umfleet, a construction worker, is helping renovate an old building downtown. There's no air conditioning in here. How hot is it in the old building? Um, It usually runs around 100, 105 in there. Does that get your attention when you're in there? Yeah, that definitely gets our attention. Uh, What's it feel like? Man, I tell you what, it's you change your clothes a couple times a day in there, you know what I mean? Another man working in this heat, it, getting down in, in one of those tunnels that has steam in it, says it gets 130 degrees down there, and it feels a relief to come up to the surface where it's only about 100. In downtown, Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. Illinois Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski was asked what Congress is doing about climate change during a town hall telephone call yesterday. One of the things the last Congress was able to do was to really prioritize uh, tax credits and incentives to helping us build these new industries around clean energy. Budzinski says part of the push for clean energy is to lower the cost of electricity, something people will be noticing when this month's power bills arrive. Now, KMOX Health Editor, Fred Bottomer. So was it a stroke or a seizure or something else? The guessing game continues following Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's very public health scare on Wednesday. While addressing reporters on Capitol Hill, Senator McConnell suddenly stopped speaking in mid-sentence and froze for about 20 seconds before being led away. He later returned to say he was fine. But what really happened to him? CNN medical contributor Dr. Lena Wen. There are a number of things that we have to consider, including could he have had a seizure? Usually you think of seizures as the whole body shaking, but also you could have seizures where somebody just stares into space and freezes for a period of time. Dr. Wen rules out a full-blown stroke since she says he recovered so quickly, but it more likely, she says, could have been a mini-stroke or what's called a TIA. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. From the KMOX Business Desk, there was an auction this week on the Railway Exchange Building downtown, but no bids were accepted. The former famous bar building takes up an entire city block. New York-based Gamma Real Estate Capital wanted to auction its loan to current owner Hudson Holdings. That could kickstart the building's redevelopment by foreclosing on the building and giving a new owner a chance. The Business Journal reports that Gamma did not comment on why it didn't accept a bid. Downtown developer Amos Harris has been providing security for the building and working with Good Developments, a local developer interested in the railway exchange. Good Developments is the group with big plans to overhaul Shoto's Landing. I'm Debbie Monterey. The all-local St. Louis podcast is produced by the KMOX News team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.